Welcome everyone, this is Russ Galzel, Chronicles of the End Times. So glad to be with you today as we continue our podcast on the subject of God and You, the Divine Connection. Today we're going to talk about an apocalypse of faith. And that's what we have going on in the world today. There's a real battle going on between those of us who believe the Bible to be the Word of God and to be true, and those that dismiss it and feel it is irrelevant and honor science instead of the Word of God. Many times we try to take science and squeeze it into the Word of God to see how we, if we can make sense out of it. In reality, it should be the other way around. God declares what he did and how it was done in the Bible and how we should live, and those scientists who are looking for the truth and are not shaded by their own thoughts and their own prejudices will only find that to be true. Today, we have taken all the things that God has blessed us with, all this knowledge, and we've decided to sit on the throne instead of God. And it is something to be careful of, especially in the last days, because that's one of the things the Antichrist will do, the Antichrist spirit will do, and what we also call the spirit of Babylon, which is the spirit of rebellion, to change times and laws. In Daniel chapter 7, verse 25, talking about the spirit of Antichrist, that he will speak against the Most High and oppress his saints and try to change, set times and laws. Then again in verse 8, he will cause deceit to prosper, and he will consider himself superior. These are all attributes of the spirit of Babylon, which in turn becomes the spirit of the Antichrist that the Apostle John talks about in his letters. So these changes shouldn't go unnoticed. We shouldn't just look at them and say, well, you know, it's a crazy time, but we'll work it out. Because according to the word of God, things are only get darker. So what do we do and how do we handle it? That's what we're going to be talking about today. In the world that we live in today, fear rules. Everyone is so worried about what the future holds. Yet we just plunge ahead with all our foolishness and going against the Word of God, doing it our way. We have created a situation where society says, look at me, look at me, look what I'm doing. Look what I want. We have truly taken over. God is not only in the back seat, but he's in in another car. The society, we are ruling over the world. We are doing what we want, and we are reaping the consequences. I've mentioned this before, but it's probably the worst thing that's happening today. It's not the earthquakes and volcanoes, and we see that happening. All we have to do is uh, get the Weather Channel app. And we could go into depression at any time. I mean, I look at that app and just want to see what the weather's going to be. And man, there's another warning of global warming. There's another warning of this is happening and that's happening. And well, we don't need a study of the end times. We just need the Weather Channel app. It's uh, scary what they keep putting up. And the whole world is scared because without God, we are fearful. We are prideful. And we move forward in this false confidence, but we're running scared. With everything that's going on in the world, with the past coronavirus pandemic, and all the shouting and about a new one that may be on its way, have led people to anticipate that the destruction of the world as we know it is right around the corner. According to a latest survey, 
The, in the United States, nearly 40% of adults say they believe we are living in the end times. So if 40% of Americans believe we're living in the end time, how ought we to live? The Apostle Peter talks about this in 2 Peter chapter 3. We're going to start with verse 9. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought we to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God, and speed is coming. Without God, we have nothing to look forward to. If you're one of the 40% in America or around the world, that believe some type of apocalypse is right around the corner, whether it's because of another coronavirus or something worse, or the earthquakes or the climate change and the severe weather and the rising of the seas or a meteorite that may hit the earth, whatever it might be, your fear, it can disappear if you come to the Lord Jesus Christ. But without him, the end brings more fear, more terror into our souls. But see, a lot of those people who believe the end is coming, they don't believe that Jesus is coming back necessarily. They don't believe in that scenario what the Bible declares. They just believe that this could be it. Talk about anxiety. Most people can handle some stuff, but many people cannot. And those numbers are growing. If it's really bothering you and it's affecting your life and you have intense fear or worry, difficulty concentrating. We have cast God out, and now we have no security. There's no security. It's like rolling the dice. How long is the sun going to last? How high are the seas going to go? How terrible are the storms going to get? Is there another disease coming, like the coronavirus? I saw that on the Weather Channel as well. There's something else coming that's supposed to be way worse. Well, with all of this going on, anxiety is building right from kindergarten onward. These kids are under so much pressure, so much anxiety. If they can't figure out who they are, then they can worry about if there's going to be a world here when they get older. All three of my daughters work in school systems, either teaching or in some type of administration. And one of my daughters came to me this week and said, she goes, you know, Dad, it's getting so bad that even friends of mine who aren't churchgoers or aren't religious in any way, say to me, these kids need to go to church. Even those who do not read the Bible or are not interested in going to church themselves know the society is running off the rails. We have lost the guardrails and we're headed over the cliff. In this world today, we've taken control of everything. We have abortion so we can get rid of our children when they're unwanted. We have the ability to change who we are. We have all these things at our fingertips. We have made the decision to be God. There's no trusting the Lord. There's none of that. It's an apocalypse of faith, a true disaster for humankind. I don't know if you're aware of this, but in Australia, in one of the territories, one of the largest territories, they passed a new law. And if your child comes to you and says, 
I think I want to change my gender, or I don't believe that I am who I am. And you tell your child, well, let's just wait a little bit on that and see how you feel about it in a couple more months. Then you could be fined up to $10,000 and thrown in prison for 10 years. Look it up. And it's spreading throughout the rest of the world. So what are we doing? Children that depend on us to give them guidance and to lead them in the way that they should go. Now, the government is taking over and saying, no, the child, each child can choose what he wants to do. At eight years old, at nine years old? Yes, that's what they're saying. The American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, and the Children's Hospital Association issued a declaration of mental health emergency for children in 2021. can only imagine what it is now. Given high prevalence rates, many different professionals may be required to manage the population of children with mental health concerns. It's growing to such a degree that they need more qualified people to handle it. Do we see what's going on? God said, this is how it is. This is how I created you. This is who you are. There's a reason for your life. I have a plan for you. We have taken these things into our own hands, and it's creating chaos, heartache, hardship, anxiety levels that are through the roof. We have become our own gods. We've taken God out of the picture. We can't bring him into this because he's wrong. He's made a mistake, or he doesn't exist anyway. This is just the way it's going. We're just like boulders rolling down a hill. We don't know where we're going, but we're going there as fast as we possibly can. Trusting God and using the Bible as our guide has become foolishness. You tell people, I'm going to pray about it. It's almost laughable. What's that going to do for you? It's not going to do anything for you. Trusting that God is in control and that he loves us so much that he's going to take care of us, that he's going to work it out, is foolishness to people now. It's like, what are you, crazy? You got to take things into your own hands. So what security do we have? There's no security. How can we go? You and I, if we love the Lord, we go to prayer. And that's where we find our peace. But the world's off the rails. It's just on its way to craziness, grabbing for straws. This will make me happy. This will make me happy. No, this will make me happy. Oh, I can't wait for this. It's so obvious that no one can see it, if that makes any sense to you. All our issues center on rebellion, not believing what God says, calling God a liar. Even when we talk about the racial issues, you know, God told us that there's only one race. He created one race. He didn't create dozens of races. We may look different, have different skin color, but we're all from one race. And because we have decided not to believe God, that we are created in his image, that we are just born out of the muck and the mire somehow by some supernatural power that we don't name, then we're not all one family. But God created one family. He did scatter us at the Tower of Babel and gave us different languages, but he did it according to families. That's another sermon in itself. 
And he did it because he said, spread out. I told you to spread out, and they weren't listening. But those of us who will trust in the Lord, we will be blessed. We will have peace in these situations. Let's look at a few scriptures. Psalm 56.3, why am I afraid I put my trust in you? The psalmist said. What did Jesus say? He said, and which of you being anxious can add a single hour to his span of life? Matthew 6.27. In Philippians, Paul tells us, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. God is telling us, trust me, I'm in charge. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. But if we're in rebellion, we won't submit to him because we don't believe in it. We don't want to believe in it. They're saying, no, no, we want to go. We want to go. Like a little child, right? You're running away from you, right? And you know he or she is heading for danger. And you run after them and corral them, right? Save them. But they're determined, oh, this is a good way to go. They may be running out into the street and maybe trying to run away from you at a concert or a mall or somewhere else where there's a lot of people. They think it's cool. They think it's fun. They have the desire to do it. That doesn't make it right. I love this one in Jeremiah 17. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Wow, that's who we should be. Jesus talks a lot about anxiety. I could go on and on, but the scripture's about that, and I'm sure you know some of them. The only way you defeat fear and anxiety is in the presence of God. And if we don't take time to be in the presence of God, we're hurting ourselves. And those around us, that depend on us. Maybe you're that person that somebody else is looking to and saying, wow, if, if they can deal with this, then, then I, maybe I can too. And, and maybe I need to get in touch with the God that they're getting in touch with. That's the light. That's the salt. That's who we're supposed to be. If we run around like a chicken with our head cut off, panic, panic, screaming and yelling like everybody else, where's the light? They're going to say, they're no, they're no better off than I am. It's important we stay in the Word of God, we stay in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and allow Him to bathe you in the Scriptures, allow Him to do what He does, and that's bring us peace that passes our understanding. I hope and pray that you're in the Word and staying in the Word, you hear me say it all the time, but there's, there's no other way around it. That's the only road to take. Things are not going to get better. They're going to get worse. And it's just the way it is. But things could get better for you and me. Opportunities that are becoming greater. And those that are drowning, those that are overcome with anxiety and fear for themselves and for their families are going to be looking for someone who's going to throw them a life preserver. 
and that life preserver should say Jesus on it. So let's make sure that we're in a place where God can use us, because he wants to use you today. He wants to use you. I don't care where you are or what you're doing, or if you're mobile and you're not mobile, whatever you are, God's got a plan for you. Everyone is in God's plan. He's got a purpose. Find your purpose in God. Find your purpose and follow it, and you will be blessed, and you will bear fruit. Even in a drought, the scripture says, you will bear fruit. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for your word and for how you touch us and keep us. This is Russ Gals of Chronicles of the End Times. Keep looking up. The kink is coming.